Welcome to the Secret 2 Podcast. I am your host, Ali Cipolletti. This is my first podcast ever. Oh my gosh, I'm probably not even doing this right. Uh, Welcome. If I know you, thank you for supporting me. If I don't, I would love to get to know you. Please continue to listen. You will learn a lot about me in this podcast. This is where I talk about my life and air my dirty laundry more than I should. But in the process, I'm trying to give you advice. So uh, I don't want to dwell too much on how, why I decided to get started. But this has been uh, a lifelong, not lifelong dream of mine, but this is something I've been wanting to do for a while. I tried YouTube, YouTube was whatever. Um, I tried TikTok and got some clout on TikTok, which is kind of what inspires this topic today. So if you're ready, I am ready and let's get this podcast started. That is where I will add in a jingle when I get a jingle. Okay, so today's episode, our first episode is the secret to popularity. See, this is a very loaded question, a very loaded topic, like probably most topics will be on my podcast. I don't, for the most part, I, I'm not even sure where to get started. I I have to ask myself, what does, what does popularity even mean? Because there are so many different types of popularity. We'll get into it later, but I asked people on my social media what they thought that popularity was, and I got a world of answers. I will share some of those with you later. Um, so yeah, what it, what is popularity? Why is being popular so important? What, what, what is it? So I'll, let's get started with about how I feel about popularity and what it means to me. So all throughout, you know, elementary school didn't really matter too much, but middle school and high school, I, I, I just craved popularity. I don't, I mean, I could say, I don't know why, but everyone, most people kind of crave popularity at some point in their life. They just, they want to fit in. They want to be known as cool and whatever that means. When you're in middle school, I would say being popular means that you're cool and that you're pretty and that your parents are rich. Um, I don't know what popularity has to do with social status and economic status, but for some reason to middle schoolers, it does. So to me, that's what that meant. And I wanted to be popular and I definitely wasn't. Okay. I was a weird kid who watched ghost stories and believed in aliens and conspiracy theories at a very young age and that's the kind of stuff that I liked and I liked Pokemon and I liked talking about that sort of stuff and the popular girls girls at my school liked talking about Aeropostale and boys and not doing homework and that was just not me so I was not very popular in middle school and even in high school not really (laughs) This is where it gets kind of wishy-washy for me with the whole like popularity thing because I was friends with everybody and I knew everybody, but I would not say I was popular. I was not on homecoming court. I I did one as a superlative my senior year, which I feel like you have to have somewhat of a known personality and people have to be somewhat interested in you to vote you for something. But my superlative was weird anyway. It was most inspirational (laughs) um which I was like that that's just kind of weird and I mean I did go on to work at Walt Disney World and the guy that also won most inspirational because you know uh male and female from each class win 
a superlative win the same title. Uh, we both went on to be orientation leaders in college, so that was pretty cool. I don't know if that really had anything to do with it, but uh, yeah, so that made me a little happy because I felt like I just wasn't popular in high school. My high school, I was very, uh, I didn't belong there. I was very artsy and musical theater and popularity and theater just didn't mix up my school. Uh, Theater was also just something that was more like a hobby for the people who I went to school with. And, you know, for me, it was a passion and a lifestyle and I took it way too seriously. So I was called Rachel Berry a lot. If you watch Glee, you know. I was the Rachel Berry of my high school, and although that was an insult, in a way it's also a compliment because I'm re-watching Glee right now, and all Rachel did was care, and of course there were times when it was all about winning, and for me it was that as well, and just all about the lead role and getting that, and it's kind of the same way with popularity. If you, if you get the lead, it means that you're something and that you have a purpose. So getting into more so like the different types of popularity. So I actually asked my Facebook and my Instagram what, I just asked, what is the secret to popularity? And I had overwhelming responses to both. I didn't say it was for a podcast. So if you responded to my question on either, hi, you might be featured because a lot of them were pretty good talking points. So I am going to read some of those responses and I feel like that's just the easiest way to, those are the easiest segues into the points that I have to to make. So a lot of people, surprisingly, said that the way to be popular is to, you know, be a good person, to be nice and caring and think about other people, um, to be authentic and genuine. And for me, I, I agree with that 100%. So I was not, like I said, growing up in high school, middle school, it's on some different ish I was not very popular. I was well known. I had a lot of friends. Uh, I had a lot of friends outside of my high school because I did community theater and I was active in church at the time. So I just had a lot of friends all around. Necessarily my own school, eh, it's whatever. But when I got to college, uh, I didn't know that popularity was a thing in college, but I came to find out it was. I went to a very small, small college, like 1,200 students is the size of my high school. Honestly, my high school is probably bigger now, but I did a whole like zero to hero in college where I came in and I was just kind of my mousy self um, where I just didn't really express myself a whole lot because I was a little shy despite being in theater and, you know, getting on stage all the time like I don't know I really came out of my shell in college mainly because I was an orientation leader that helped me and people started to find who I really was and they liked me for who I was and my personality and of course I was I went from being very shy and very mousy to being loud and partying and meeting a bunch of people and talking to everybody so yes I do believe that helps Um, you don't have to be that way to become quote-unquote popular whatever popular means to you or whatever it meant to me but I I changed my my point of view and I wasn't I just wasn't happy being this quiet person all the time who had friends but just wasn't really thought of first it it 
I always, like I said, I always craved popularity and I, I didn't know how to get it. I too thought that a lot of other people said this as well when I asked about popularity is that you have to have money or you have to have looks. Someone even said sex appeal, which I also agree with that. I feel like you have to, you have to look a certain way sometimes depending on the situation and I thought all that stuff that I had to be rich and I did not come from a a rich family and I was very busy in college. I didn't get a job until my junior year so I didn't have any money. I didn't have a car. I, I didn't even pay for my own cell phone. I lived on campus. I didn't pay rent. I didn't, I didn't have any money. My parents still bought my clothes, you know? So, um, I, like, I mean, yeah, there's that. I was like, okay, well, I don't have money. Am I good looking? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how other people see me. I think that I'm good looking. I remember my sophomore year of college, I dressed up every single day, put on makeup, fixed my hair. I had very long hair at the time, so that took a while. I wore, like, dresses and dress shirts, and I dressed nice every day, and, like, sure, I I got some attention from that, but, like, that, and that's a way of, you know, showing people your personality who don't know you, but still, like, when someone would talk to me, I would just kind of be, like, a little mousy. I didn't have a voice for myself. I didn't have my own opinions really like I did but I didn't voice them and I there was just not that there wasn't anything special about me because there was I also was in a major that didn't make me happy I just didn't feel myself is what I'm trying to say so once I started I became like an orientation leader I joined a bunch of clubs I became more confident in myself and people started to notice that so that segues into tips like tips I have on how I became popular now you're probably thinking did you really become popular and I would say I did um I my senior year of college was voted on the entire school out of all the females in the senior class um I was top four on the homecoming court which was really really awesome because my whole life I just wanted to be on homecoming court I thought that that was like the end all be all of popularity and that's all I wanted and I got to do that and I was so 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 happy about it it was like as if I won Miss America and I didn't even win like my goal wasn't to win my goal was just to be on the court so and I, I mean I had a lot of friends like I said now I have a TikTok following it's not huge but I have right now I think 135,000 followers um, yeah, we'll get into that. And it's not something I brag about. It's just something I do for fun. So how I became popular definitely started with my confidence. Once I started being who I actually wanted to be, people saw that I was being authentic and genuine. So what I mean by that is that I always wanted, and I'm not saying this is what you have to do to become popular, but I always wanted to go to parties and be social and talk to people and dance and I was always too afraid I was afraid of what people might think about the friends that I had at the time who weren't like partiers or anything like what what would my friends think about me if I'm all of a sudden like if I change quote-unquote change who I am I mean this clearly wasn't who I really was this is just someone that I I had to be because I was afraid to be who I wanted to be and you know I did lose friend in the process um but once 
I started dressing the way that I wanted to and putting more confidence into the work that I was doing and theater, if anything, I was a musical theater major and I was starting to put myself out there more and, you know, just becoming me. (laughs) How many times can I say that? I don't know. Um, Yeah. So that confidence is, I think, really like what boosted it. And people were like, oh, like if she's confident in herself, like that's what I want to watch people, especially being a performer, like you don't want to watch someone who's still like figuring stuff out. You want someone who knows what they're doing, even if they don't like fake it till you make it. That, that is, that is what I got to say about that. Um, And so that, I feel like that was a really good stepping stone for me. Just being confident, confident in the way that you look. You know, you love love the body that you're given. I, my weight has fluctuated pretty much my whole entire life. I go from being like, you know, um, whatever my average size would be. I think I was like, I've, I don't like talking about weight because I don't want people to compare themselves to me. But in high school, I weighed like 140 pounds, and I was like, wow, like that that is I'm so big. Like, I need to lose weight. And when I look back on it, I'm like, oh my God, like, <laughs> that was literally a normal weight for me. Um, with the way my proportions are set up, and like, I swam, I had muscle, and I just didn't see it like that. And then my first year of college, I gained 30 pounds, and I was like, whoa, now I really, I would kill to be 140 pounds again. And then I lost all the weight again, and now it, like, it fluctuates, you know, every once in a while, 10, 15 or so pounds and being in quarantine, I've gained weight. So I, I didn't love the way my body looked and I tried to hide it and I, I wasn't happy and I didn't want to go out because I didn't want to wear certain outfits. And it, it all stems from how you feel about yourself on the inside because people can see right through fakeness. And I think that's why popularity in high school, you know, a lot of the girls that I went to high school with who were popular were popular from elementary school and up. Like, that crowd was very secluded and you had to be in it to begin with. And, yeah, I'm that, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, like, say anything bad about my high school, but my high school was very clicky. And it hurt my feelings because I tried so, so hard to become popular so many years and I was even in the popular crowd at one point in high school and they were just so mean they were so mean that is a whole other other topic on friends and relationships um but I just I didn't fit in there and I think a part of it is also just finding where you fit in like what crowd you fit into because you could be popular say I was I was not a cheerleader in high school god no um but you could be popular to the cheerleaders or you can be popular to like the the AP kids because at my high school the smart kids were popular along with others but it, it was cool to be smart which is really nice but and a lot of them were cheerleaders like this is not a, a straight example from how things were in high school but you can be popular in your group and not popular in another group and I think that's very important to realize because when I was in high school I mean no college when I was in college when I was on the homecoming court, I was popular to my group of people. So I was popular to all the arts kids, uh, music, band, well, I don't know it's music, but like choir, band, theater, um, just any sort of performing arts. I was popular to them and I was, 
an orientation leader, so I was popular to the freshman class, but I wasn't necessarily popular to the football players. I probably only knew maybe like 10 football players and our team was fairly big. So that's, yeah, it was great. My senior year, my homecoming court was a good like representation of a bunch of different a different groups, which was awesome. There's usually always like a theater kid and a cheerleader, um, a kid who's like going to be president one day and like those types of people, which my my court was pretty much like that. I think it was, yeah, a cheerleader, a soccer player, the girl who's going to be president one day, um, she won and the art kid, which was me. Amazing. Amazing. <clears throat> that doesn't that didn't happen in high school, but then I look back on our homecoming court, and I don't exactly remember everyone being on it, but I remember there being, like, these girls who were super popular and, like, kind of mean, and I was like, I don't understand how, like, they got on the pop, or they got on the court, because no one actually, like, people talk about how they don't actually like them, but then there was, like, this group of girls who were like super duper nice. I was like, I've never even thought of them as being like popular, but they are so nice and everyone likes them. And those three girls, one, like I think there were two princesses and queen and those girls all won the titles because they were well liked. I mean, I voted for them. One of them was one of my really close friends from a God. I don't know. We've known each other since we were in like second grade. Of course I voted for her because we were friends like we weren't exactly you know we had a falling out we weren't great friends at the moment but I knew deep down like she's a good person and she deserves something like this the other girls have been mean to me or they just don't talk to me I I'm not going to vote for them so I think that also goes to show that like people will see your you being genuine and authentic if you're just nice to people that's what they feed off of you know oh <sighs> Where are they going with this? It's hard to do a podcast when it's just one person. I promise in the future I'll have more people. I won't. I really want to do interviews, but right now I'm just getting started. So it's also something I've been wanting to talk about for a very, very, very long time. So, I mean, um, I basically covered a lot of my tips in that little spiel, you know, be confident in yourself and show people who you really are. And honestly, I can't guarantee that will make you quote unquote popular. I can't guarantee it will make you famous or whatnot. But that's the image you want to portray to people because I can promise you one day if you're in high school right now and you're in college, you will look back on people. You you might need someone for a connection for a job or they might need you. And I can tell you right now, some of those girls who were mean to me in high school if they come to me looking for a job one day, if I'm like, I don't know, rich and famous, like I should be, I'm not, they're not going to be on my mind. They're, they're, I'm not going to want to, I'm not going to want to get them a job. I'm not going to want to work with them. So you never know how your life will change in that matter. Like if you're not popular now, I never thought I'd be popular. I never thought I'd be talking about it. I, I, I got a really good job recently. Um, not working there anymore. I was working at Walt Disney World and then I had to come back because of COVID but so many people that I haven't talked to in years were just like oh my god Allie that's amazing like I'm so proud of you. I always knew that you would you would get an amazing opportunity like this and I was just like well thanks but I haven't talked to you since I was 15 years old. You thought that I was kind of lame in high school because I did theater. Um, 
yeah, no, you can't have free tickets. You know, it's it's like that sort of thing. But, you know, I don't, people do change. I will give them that people change. And I will always give someone a second chance. So, yeah, uh, treat others with respect. That that was one of my, my points. Find your crowd. Yeah. Not everyone is popular everywhere. I talked about that. You can be popular with the cheerleaders. You can be popular with the athletes. It, it doesn't mean you can be popular with both crowds. Um, doesn't mean you will be. And that's something that you shouldn't, you should, oh, one of my tips is to take rejection well, accept rejection, that's my tip. Um, yeah, don't let it set you back if you're hanging out with a crowd you don't usually hang out with and, you know, they don't, you, they're not really giving you like the time of day and, you know, they're making you feel some type of way, then just take that and run. Don't, don't be emotional about it you know, keep it fun. Don't guilt trip anyone because who knows, maybe, maybe later on in the week or whatever, they might think of something that you said and that's something that they needed to hear and that they'll come back to you um, and want to talk to you about it. But if you were, you know, being a jerk the whole time and giving them attitude because they're treating you a certain way, then, you know, just be nice to everyone. I, I can't, I cannot stress that enough. Just be nice to everybody. Let's see. Um, don't complain. That's that's also on there. You don't want to ruin ev- the time that everyone else is having. Like I feel like the accept rejection and don't complain go hand in hand. You know, be be social, be positive. Try to find like positivity in any s- situation. If you're not having a good time, or maybe you're at a restaurant with like a bunch of people and like no one's really talking to you, or like you don't know how to get into the conversation. You say, oh well look at that ceiling. That's a nice ceiling. Like just spew positivity into the universe. I'm big on manifestation and I, I don't know. That's not something everyone believes in. That's totally okay. But I 100% believe in it. I, like I said, theater, I go to auditions. One of my biggest things is throwing positivity into the room. You know, you don't, you don't want to look at another performer and be like, oh, well, she, she didn't really hit that note or mm, her, her dress, that, that is not her color. No, you don't want to do that. You're setting yourself up for failure when you, when you just have that negative energy. Instead of that, just say, wow, I really like this song or her vibrato is amazing. I love the timbre. And my, my professor told me if you literally cannot find anything good about their performance, those are really nice shoes, you know, just, just something. It's hard. It's hard. To, you have to train yourself to do that. You have to be carefully taught, says Rogers and Hammerstein. Sorry to headphone users. That was really loud. I saw it like spike on my screen twice. Okay, I'll stop that. Yeah, uh, another one of my my huge tips. Okay, um, two of these kind of go hand in hand. Learn a skill and get involved. So by learn a skill, I mean do something that spikes passion in you. You don't want to be someone who just does nothing. You you you'll have nothing to talk about. You know, find something that you you like that makes you unique. For me, theater, one. Also, I play ukulele. I've played ukulele since I was 15 years old. I can talk about it for hours. It, it gets me excited when I talk about it. People, they see the passion. They see that I am genuinely, it's something that makes me genuinely unique. 
And it, it's something that I'm known for. I used to carry around my ukulele um, at school when I was in college. And people people I didn't even know would come up to me and be like, you're the ukulele girl. And I'd be like, what? They'd be like, you're always carrying around your ukulele. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's me. I'm the ukulele girl, I guess. I didn't know. But that's something that people I didn't even know would notice. I mean, honestly, if you're in the cafeteria full of kids who were students who were, you know, carrying around books and um, football equipment and stuff like that, and you see a girl with a ukulele with a big pink bow on it, she's going to stand out a little bit. It's not something I did intentionally. I really, really didn't think people noticed. Um, And then my friends would Snapchat me when I had my ukulele and they'd be like, oh, Allie and her ukulele, like there she is again. So, you know, just have something, something unique about you. It doesn't have to be forced. Like, don't go out and buy a ukulele and be like, ah, I'm going to get popular because of this. Because, I mean, like I said, I played ukulele in high school, but I, it, it wasn't a cool thing until I got to college. So, and uh, yeah, get involved. Do as many, as many things as you can. I cannot stress this enough. Um, being in a very small musical theater department in college, some professors would would really recommend that we get out there and do other things. Some, not so much. I am a jack of all trades, honestly. I I like to do so many things. I love theater. It is my passion, but I can't just do theater for the rest of my life. I will go insane. So, like I said, I became an orientation leader. It was very scary for me at the time. I ended up loving it, having a passion for it that I thought about going into as a career and could still possibly see myself doing that in the future. Um, I tried to do cheerleading. I actually made the squad, which was like, oh my god, like, I I did dance and gymnastics and I cheered for a little bit growing up, but it was something that I, I kind of like buried a long, long time ago. And I just, you know, tried out with my friend and we decided to do it and lo and behold, it was something that was something I was good at and the coach really really like loved me and talked to me about how like impressed she was with my tryout and I was like I'm just I'm just doing my theater stuff I'm just you know I'm just preppy anyway (laughs) and uh, I've talked about TikTok a few times I just dance on TikTok now Uh, but I get comments all the time people ask me if I was a cheerleader just because of my attitude and I'm like well kind of um which I was friend like I made friends with that, but it's something I couldn't do because of my theater schedule and my work schedule, which is understandable. Yeah, I got a job. I did work study. I worked at a children's museum downtown. I did work study through it. Made tons of friends that way. People that I never would have met at my own school. I had no idea I even went to my school. Also did work study and were like, oh yeah, you're you're a sophomore criminal justice major. Well, you know, I'm a senior musical theater major. Otherwise, we never would have met. And then we, we, you know, we, we hang out after work. We, we get to talking. We meet other people. It, it's, it's really quite easy. Like, it's so hard to get people involved. When I was an orientation leader, we had so many welcome weeks, so many events. And it's like tooth and nail to get people to come out to those. And I understand when I was a freshman, I didn't have any friends. I was scared. I was like, There's people already like grouped together and... But in my freshman year of college, my roommate was a cheerleader. This was way before I even, like, thought about doing it. But right off the bat, I wanted a roommate who was 
different from me. I didn't want to be stuck in the theater crowd the whole time. I also joined a sorority, which we're not really going to talk about. It was fine. I love the girls. They were amazing. I love the advisor at the time. We got a new advisor my second year. They were great. I made so many friends through that too. And I remained friends with all those girls all throughout college. So yeah, I mean, it was definitely out of my comfort zone. I'm wouldn't necessarily say I'm not against sororities or Greek life whatsoever you know everyone belongs somewhere and for some people you know that that's where they belong it's it's her legacy a lot of families and yada 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 anyway we could do a whole secret on sororities that just secrets to episode on it just you know spark something in me all of a sudden <laughs> but yeah just get out of your comfort zone I even thought about going to art club I cannot draw whatsoever I went to one of their events um and that was cool we made like valentine's day cards and i made a bunch for my friends and i can't draw whatsoever but you know it, it's nice to go and support other groups and i was in choir in college not also not something i do i'm not a classical trained singer i'm very contemporary musical theater um i actually needed it as a class it was either that or like sight singing too something like that i was like i'll just do choir it's just you know I was already pretty cool with like the music students by that time because my boyfriend um, was a music minor and his dad taught the class. So I kind of already knew everyone, but it was, you know, nice to see how they prepare and just kind of like living in their their shoes for a little bit. So yeah, and honestly, uh, the last tip that I have on here is that you have to understand that you will have haters and that it will be hard at first. I now more than ever, I think, because of my TikTok clout and how I'm putting myself out there more, just trying to like get a get a career going after the quarantine is over, is that I I get a lot of hate on TikTok, um, mainly about my body and my chest size. Um, not it's not even necessarily hate. Well, it is sometimes um, body shamed and slut shamed and stuff like that. And it sucks. It, it, people shouldn't get away with it. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's just one of those things where where you, you just have to get over it. People are going to be crappy and it's not right. But you can't fight back with every single person. It happens in real life too. It does. People, I have a lot of people who congratulate me on TikTok and like how well I'm doing on it. But there are some people who think it's stupid and treat me differently now and I'm just like I I don't even talk about TikTok anymore like I think it's fun I think it's cool but it's not something that like I'm here doing a podcast because I want to and TikTok is you know it's fun sometimes but you know it's not something I ever ever talk about so you just have to know that you will get hate and it will be hard when you're when you put yourself out there um but I will say I 110% believe that most hate just stems from jealousy and those people are jealous of you because you have something they don't because you are genuinely liked. You know how like sometimes there are people who just like you or just dislike you for no reason or you might even dislike someone for no reason. I've been there before where I'm just like everyone loves so-and-so but like I don't, I don't know I just don't like them. Well I didn't like them because they had something I wanted they had popularity people like them you know it's exactly what I wanted and there are some people you're going to dislike because they're horrible people that's okay and if you're a horrible person and people dislike you then you know change that but for the most part um people they're just jealous you know they just are and 
I know that's a very cliche saying and it's something I never believed until recently and I just have it in in my mind now that whenever someone comes at me with like you know saying something about my body or whatnot that they're they're just jealous and that's not something you're doing something right (laughs) if you have more supporters and haters then you're doing something right so I think that that just about wraps up this podcast. Ooh, first one, I should have got water because my throat is very, very dry right now. Let's see. Yeah, I'm reading over my notes just to, to see if there's anything anyone else said. Yeah, that's basically, I would say that's basically it. Honestly, it's not, it's not hard. <laughs> it takes time. I also feel like the whole secret to it's, it's not just a secret to being popular. It's a secret to being happy. It's the secret to having a better lifestyle and, you know, making friends and putting yourself out there. So, yeah, that that's all I have to say right now. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you made it all the way through, I think I'm at 30 minutes right now. Oh, my gosh. Um, I do have a whole, 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 whole list of podcasts planned. I can't because this is my first podcast. Um, I'm still working on promo and stuff like that. I'm hoping to have podcasts out on Mondays, might possibly be Tuesdays. So if you're interested in doing that, please, please subscribe. You don't have to listen to it as soon as it comes out. Honestly, you don't even have to listen to it at all. Just one little subscription to support a friend. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm moving soon, so hopefully that doesn't, uh, you know, mess up my my schedule. But I wanted to make sure I already got one out just to have. And yeah, I think that's it. You know, go ahead, follow me. You're probably already following me on Instagram. My Instagram is I'm Allie Cat, A-L-L-I-E, Cat, all one word. My TikTok is the same. Um, Don't worry about following me on TikTok, but, you know, uh, send me a message or something if, you know... I feel like a one-person podcast is hard to do, but it's basically just a conversation between me and you, you know? So if there's something that I said that sparked joy or interest in something I said that you just incredibly disagree with, I would I would love to hear it, honestly. Yeah, so thank you, thank you, thank you for joining in, and I will see you guys next week. All right, bye.